glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Uh, I don't even know how to start these things anymore. We feel like we don't do them enough. It's been yeah. what who's, now who's, three weeks? Whose fault is That's that? That's Bobby's guy. fault. No, I, I understand <laughs> that. It's one hundred percent my fault. Has it been three? When was, we did it after the championship. After the championship, so this and might before be, the parade. This might yeah. be three weeks. Yeah. Right. Um, but we're back, nonetheless. It is. Put me and Coach Podcast. Bobby Blanco, Gregory Porter, Ian Foster, Tom hey Natale. And we're joined by a special guest, Nationals beat writer for MLB.com, and my good friend, Jamal Collier. What's up, Jamal? What's hey. up, Jamal? I like how you claimed me here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> you like how I coerced you to, get, to come? Yeah, this is great. I'm, I'm excited to be here, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for coming. It was not easy. I mean, not hard to get Jamal to come. I was like, uh, we'll, we'll give you drinks. He was like, I'm in. <laughs> Say no more. Cool. Beers. Um, so, Jamal, uh, you can obviously see all his stuff, MLB.com, Nationals.com, Beat Writer, at Jamal Collier on Twitter. You're on um, MLB Network a lot. Covering Brent and Danny. Brent and Danny on the radio. You're everywhere, man. Um, what else? Instagram. Like work, this sounds like I work way more harder than I do, so please. Yeah. Me up. <laughs> Keep <laughs> listing. Me up. Exactly. MLB, yeah, at, yeah. The at, reason, my, at my editors, please. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the reason you're able to come on to this show is because you actually didn't go to Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're working real hard. Yeah. No, this is <laughs> Thank a, God I mean, you it, didn't. <laughs> it was not a pretty series. It's <laughs> a good one to miss. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's nice to have a, a, a series off here and there. Um, especially this one was such a short one. They, they were in Monday night, leave the Tuesday day game, a 12 o'clock noon game, and then they're out. So yeah, I don't need two days in town. And off day Wednesday. And off day tomorrow. And so then. I'll be I'll be in Philly, but taking a little bit of a break. Yeah, nice, nice. I know you have questions, Tom. So I'll <laughs> well, I, uh, oh, oh, Tom's, Tom's like on the edge. Of the the edge. I thought you were going to ask Bobby. <laughs> Literally, I'm asking questions every day. I, oh, I see him every day. <laughs> uh, well, Jamal, can you kind of give us a bit of a backstory where you have you started in this industry and? Yeah, where are you from? Yeah. Are you from the area, or are you yeah. you know a big fan of uh, DC or? What? Uh, so yeah, I grew up in Chicago. Okay, um, not. The, got it. <laughs> I grew up in Chicago and, uh, you know, went to school um, in Chicago at the University of Illinois. Um, from there, kind of got my start at MLB.com in New York, actually. Um, kind of, you know, covering sports there. The Yankees uh, was my first internship and, and, and kind of was in New York for a couple of years. Grinding in that life before coming down on the Nats beat in 2016 um, was my first year. This is my third season on the Nats, which is kind of weird. It doesn't feel it. On one hand, it feels like I just got here, yeah. um, and then on the same time, I feel like I've kind of been here for a while almost. So it's it's it's, it's you know it's just kind of a weird thing that it still doesn't feel like three years though. It's a um, you know it's a two and a half whatever it is now. So um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm still again I don't feel new to the area, but I still feel like I'm I'm learning new stuff every day. I've said this is the first time DC is is still celebrating a. <laughs> after right. the Stanley Cup yeah. here, it's, it's kind of keep partying now. Yeah. Keep partying. It's a lot of a different. Uh, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to say, "Hey guys, we should stop." No, and, and you should, <laughs> and you should. I mean, I was around Chicago, and they, you know, during my college years, especially when they, the Blackhawks were getting good and winning Stanley Cups. Yeah. Um, and I, I was, I was there around uh, with Bobby actually or when they, when they won, um, the, 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 the Hawks, the Cavs actually kind of clinched that final game there, yeah. and it's just. Uh, 
that atmosphere. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't there when the Hawks ever won the final game. I was there no. for two of the parades. Because uh, you know we won a couple. Come on, come on, I've only been in two of them. What is it? Four, whatever it's been. You poor thing. Um, that, took, that took four minutes. <laughs> you were over me already. <laughs> oh, I don't care. But, but, but <laughs> we have our. We have, got who's one. the most recent? We got, got it. We got ours. And you should enjoy it yeah. until they take it away from you, yep. and, they, and they'll never be able to. Yep. And that's the that's the best thing. Mm, and I think that it's fun to see this city. You know win something and be able to embrace it and, and the way they rallied behind it yeah. people that i didn't think that i know were not hockey fans didn't think would ever be into hockey didn't think would ever you know give a shit and i, I can't swear on this right yes you know yeah it's just fun to be a talk shit ass fuck <laughs> uh, damn it porter <laughs> so jamal you were born and raised in uh in chicago which is known for its sports fandom considered one of the best sports towns in the country sure. i would say um, you know, the D.C. sports fans have been, it's been the topic of much debate um, over the past few months, especially it was the Chicago native Mike Wilbon that essentially <laughs> called us out on his uh, yeah. show. If you want to get Ian really upset. <laughs> I actually watched PTI. That guy. I actually watched PTI that for the guy. first time today. Since um, then? You since have been then? in a boycott? I, 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 I've not watched a single I haven't either. Really? Wow. And Fuck him. He's, he's still, man. I feel like he's just saying hot takes now. Okay, so... I like, like a a a? I like Will Bond a no, lot. I like Will Bond a lot. I loved Will Bond. He is. Yeah. He is. It's. It's a different version of him. These yeah. What's days. going it on? It is though, right? Why? Okay. So a Chicago native says the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is. A, it, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say he's all the way in the hot tea. He's not that. But um, Stephen A. Smith effect. That's what I'm no, saying. It's he's just trying the, to be like just. Oh. He's trying to trying to emulate the. I mean that that, that the, is the, the, the uh, secret uh, sauce that has worked, which blows my fucking mind. Essentially, that is what. You know, inter- entertainers, essentially the journalists on, on ESPN, are on TV. Right. They're, they're, yep. Exactly. Whether they believe it or not, they're going strongly one way on one kind of take. And, yeah. Yep. You know, we can, again, it's, it's just a weird thing that that's essentially what he what he does now is, right. is, is probably pick to one side or whatever it is. And, and it's, I don't think it's I don't think he's lying or being ungenuine, but I do think um, you know he's turned up that dial to eleven to whatever yeah. take it is that he has, and it's it is just weird from a guy who who you know ten years ago was reading his stuff or even before that. Um, to see kind of what he's become, but yeah, the DC comment was weird. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was um, really hard it, not to. Was, I took yeah. it personally yeah. as a DC sports I t- fan. I can tell you guys all. Did. Oh yeah, yeah. very, very yeah. much. No, it was not cool. And, and it did yeah. not fly where. Really, the, why it upset me so much is because he was someone I admired so much. Sure. Um, Correct. I have a journalism degree. I I yeah. wrote for a few years too, and I just admired him so much as a columnist for the Washington Post. You know, Washington Post Washington Post sports columnists are the like the. Best yeah. in the country. Yeah, sure. You're, you're and right this, I mean, when I have been in Tribune, was the same thing, right? This guy right for the Tribune was like, that. this is where I aspire to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And just to have him say that in a town that essentially got him f- famous, sure. this is where he made a name for himself, and he still lives here. Um, and for him to say that, it just pissed me off, uh, us off. The entire, yeah. I mean, he awoke a sleeping giant. <laughs> That's the thing, too. It's like people who you don't really give a shit about, they talk shit about, it, like, who, who cares? Yeah. Um, you know, but when somebody who you liked or who you looked up to wronged yep. you, it's like, all right, we're yeah. done. What did you yeah. just fucking say? Yeah. Stage. What did that guy just say? This is how I'm feeling about Kanye hey, right now. So hey, I'm, hey, I'm like, hey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Stop it. Um, well, how, so we had, um, we had Chicken Hernandez on the show, and he had an, an interesting take, or at least someone who is not readily or at least in, in some regard like a DC fan just of, of living here for so long but had other fandoms or other or uh, you know uh, loyalties that he had elsewhere have you found as a, as a journalist that 
you've had that middle ground of just the appreciation of sports, or do you still hold your loyalties of Chicago and everything else? Or have you ever have you been able to appreciate the other cities that you've been able to go to? The you know us following you know the DC uh, DC beat for for ESPN for the last three years. Has that been? MLB. Yeah. Excuse me, MLB. MLB my bad. He's got me a new promotion there. MLB. MLB. My apologies. Of uh, the last three years, have have you noticed any difference in that? Is that kind of how you've approached it, or just curious? Yeah. So I'm a Bulls fan. Yep. I think that's probably the one team that I still am loyal to. And look, the answer to the question is a little bit of both. Uh, mm-hmm. I still do really care about the Bulls. It's really painful to care about the Bulls right now. No. Um, so it's easy for me to say, all right, screw them, and I can go kind of <laughs> worry about other teams. Um, but in general, I think I root for um, – I, I am able to kind of put my biases aside at this point and generally kind of want something fun or interesting to happen, regardless of who those teams are. There's a, every once in a while that kind of slips up on me. But, yeah. um, you know, especially being here, I was, I was into the Capitals run, um, especially toward the end. But, and, again, it's also helped that the Blackhawks were terrible and, and, and they were mm-hmm. kind of a factor at all. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I kind of can get into the, the runs – um, I've been less and less into football. Mm-hmm. Um, the Redskins are also just seem like a mess, so I don't yeah. think I necessarily am. <laughs> They're always a mess. I don't. I don't want to really kind of touch that. So I'm like, you guys can have that. But the Wizards, I kind of generally root for. Yeah, uh, this is the year. The same with the uh, with the, the Caps this year. I was kind of proud for mm-hmm. it. And, and, and the Nats, I'm generally indifferent. Yeah. Um, you know, I just long as something for me that's interesting to write about. We we can share our Rex Grossman stories together. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds painful. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing I want to do. He took you to a Super Bowl. Exactly. Rex Grossman needs to be a quarterback. So, speaking of the Bulls, would you were you old enough to remember Jordan's uh, Jordan era? Essentially, I I remember. No, I mean I remember. I was aware those second three P, especially at the end there. I was maybe you know five or six. I'm the same age as as Bobby, really, but like five or six years old. So when Jordan is winning at the end, and I remember. Uh, I just remember it going on. I remember that people were getting excited. There was parades. There was, you know, the Bulls were in the, the NBA Finals. They were, you know, Jordan was the best player ever. And and I remember my cousins were all big Jordan fans. So like I was just a, a little jackass. So I wanted to be. I was like Scottie Pippen is my favorite player. <laughs> uh, and then Scottie goes to the Rockets, and I was like, well, I'm a Rockets fan now. And then I realized <laughs> that sucked. And I was like, well, okay, well, no. <laughs> Uh, so I, I remember just that 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 kind of feeling and just everybody being excited and the Bulls being the biggest thing and Michael Jordan being the biggest thing. But I don't necessarily remember watching Game Seven or you know they have Game Seven there because Jordan kind of you mean the push off. Yeah. All right, well we're not gonna fight here on this podcast. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> think it was a push off. It was uh, clean. Yeah, but I mean, yes, yeah, so I, I don't necessarily remember game by game or watching those kind of things. But sure. I do remember just a general feeling of of that. Yeah. I'm more the Ben Gordon years. I mean, you can there quiz you me on those. I got hey, you on all. Those. You know, we are. Um, Porter, Ian, and myself, we're about five years older than you guys, okay. give or take. So, you know, we are old enough to actually remember hey, Bob. Um, yeah. those Jordan era. And it's, I feel like we're at the age where we, we were old enough to, you know, distinctly remember the, the Jordan's, Jordan's Bulls and now able to see, like, what LeBron has done and what the Warriors okay. have done. I feel I'm like we've had question. the best of both worlds. I'm going to ask you yeah. a question. I don't think, I don't know if anybody's ever asked or Go ahead. asked before, before, but, like, with Michael Jordan or LeBron James? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody's ever asked. Wait, what? This is a Hold new on. topic. I'm, I'm going on a limit. I was I so was actually going to ask you that. Breaking and then, it, and then immediately it. roost. I got to think about that for a second. Hold on. I never yeah, thought of it that way. Put any thoughts oh, to this I can question. see why it works for MLB. Complicated. Yeah. Uh, I, I, My yeah. brain hurts. Yeah. Ian, do you want to go first? I'm team. I'm team Michael. We all know. Nobody has. Nobody has the killer. That fucking thing. All the time. We'll explain that later. Uh, <laughs> I'm Team Jordan. 
One hundred percent. I think this entire yeah, without without question. This, so, this entire how happy are you right now? As the Chicagoan in the room, <laughs> I might be Team LeBron now. Yeah, I was gonna say because he's he's younger and he and LeBron is kind of just a bigger, faster Jordan with that's a better passer that. With less of a killer instinct. That loves to cry about everything. Crab dribbles, fake fake, uh, fouls, and just (sighs) flop all over the goddamn So here's a stat that I I looked up. He's never committed a foul in his life. I counted 15 and one half of him, LeBron, throwing his arms. LeBron has never committed a foul in his life. Or, to him. or every <laughs> single time he misses, gets or an, fouled. Or an infraction. Yeah, but that actually might be true. I mean, <laughs> I counted 15 arms above the head with his fucking little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so from everything I can so see. So a quadruple double he averaged. <laughs> <laughs> from everything I can see off the court, he's amazing and yeah. nice and, yeah. a, and a genuine guy. Yeah. He, he contributes to a lot of a lot of charities. He's, he sounds like an amazing father. On the court, he's the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and just the way wow. that his moral character. His, his basketball playing, amazing. He will he and he is not the goat for that one reason. Yeah, because, I'm going to overlook that because I, I, I he can't, can't. is just morally repugnant when it comes to just playing the game yeah. and just being the best that he could. Like he could easily shut people up and just keep going, but he doesn't. Sure. He tries to nickel and dime and play the refs and play who he is and play the franchise being you know LeBron James. And it's angering as someone, and I'm not a basketball fan. Sure. I don't give a shit about basketball, and I hate LeBron James it, yeah. because he just seems like a liar sometimes. It, it, it's such an interesting dichotomy. I don't hate him, him but you know what I mean. As, as, annoying, <laughs> and, as, an, as annoyed as I get with, yes, his on-the-court antics, just from an entertainment perspective, I mean, it's amazing. Fun to watch. He's gotten better. He should have won the MVP again. He should have. Yeah. Yeah. He, he played the entire finals, finals by himself. He should win the MVP every single this, year. Yes, this season every kind of year. pushed me a little bit more. So yeah. I've, I've been kind I, of swinging that way. And, and the fact what he did this year, which is kind of incredible. Yeah. But if he beat the Warriors, even if he made it a series, if he made it a series, and here's if the thing: if JR remembers, remembers the score, <laughs> okay, that changes the entire series. Right. Okay. okay right. Okay. But what if George Hill makes the free throw? I mean, you can put it on George. Sure. I mean, that's also valid too. But and in general he had a chance to steal that game one and and it changes th- it. i don't think they i don't think they win that series still i no. think that maybe then they can steal game three and and then lose in six if he gets which to is, six or seven nothing and so, i even said before that series if he wins a series or if he makes it a series then i'll strongly consider it because this is one this is one of the best seasons i've ever seen in my life and he should be the greatest ever he should be yeah yeah. So I'm also but, my quick hot take here, and I'll let you go. Yeah, is, is that I also I don't really care about soccer players flopping. I don't care about James Harden. These are the same thing for free throws. So like in general, that doesn't bother me. So that's probably why LeBron that that doesn't even face me. So on that note of this finals, I did some research. How many finals has LeBron been into? Eight, eight, I believe. Eight. eight okay, eight. so he's been to eight finals. Eight straight. Though, One, three. He's been swept twice. Twice. Michael lost a total of ten games in the finals. That says a lot. It doesn't. Of, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, I you don't think, think so? That he's the fact taking, that he got swept he's, twice. He's single-handedly taking teams that do not deserve to be there to the finals. Against okay, the but he's also, he built, he's also he built can't win teams. a game? The, this team this year was awful and should have lost in the first round. You're right. They, they should have stolen game the, one, the other team but they he got didn't. swept was that Spurs team that played the Cavs, the first one, like his uh, yeah. seven or so, and yeah. that team also did not belong in the finals. He um, So the fact that he's even there with these Ass teams to me is he's a, also okay. Just a, he's a, I, I don't I don't think you could be the goat and be swept in the finals twice. Twice. Yeah. Well, I, so the thing is, the, I, I guess I feel those like are extreme circumstances. But, the, but still, it, it M, still counts the same. But still, the circumstances. But the still MJ and LeBron comparison, I always felt was almost unfair because they're a different kind of players. Exactly. Um, you know, 
one. They also had very different Le- teams. LeBron's advantage, advantage is, one, he is the most phys- physically superior athlete probably in American sports history. What, he's 6'9", like 275 without he an ounce of body fat? He could play any sport he wanted to. Yeah. Hall of Fame and he, as a tight end. He yeah. is outrageous. Yeah, he was All-State in Ohio for football, too, yeah. which is a big deal because Ohio football is ridiculous. Um, two, he plays five positions, four positions at least. Yeah. I mean, MJ was a two or three, and he was, um, I mean, he was a lockdown defender, and he was, but he was their volume scorer. And he did not have, he was the typical 6'6", you know, two twenty, whatever. He, he wasn't physically superior in comparison. Um, in addition to that, Michael didn't take care of his body the way that LeBron has. He's made it a science. I mean, his the ability follow that he's the, been doing this. Brady model. He's been doing this for fifteen years, and he's shown no no signs of slowing down. If anything, he's gotten better. Better, which yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Um, and then, two, he's just playing in a diluted Eastern Conference. Um, sure. And. Uh, I mean, Michael was playing against some premier, premier teams. And All right, my other argument to the Michael and LeBron thing, and I, again, I'm glad you guys brought me on to talk about Jordan versus LeBron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to hear uh, Let's go. Uh, almost every team that LeBron, that LeBron has placed in the finals is better than any team that Jordan played in the finals. Yep. Every Warriors every, team, yeah, every Spurs team. I'd agree uh, with that. Uh, the, besides maybe the Mavs, we can argue about that. Some of those Jazz teams may have been better than that or whatever. But LeBron has been, just been against really freaking good teams. Those the OKC team, you know, I've had three MVPs on it that he beat. Um, LeBron has played some really good competition in the finals. and I think That, that OKC that series was also the only series he, he they, yeah, definitely they, they, won. They, they like, won after without Ray, uh, Without Ray Allen, they don't win. They don't beat Kyrie the Spurs. Irving. Without Kyrie Irving, they and don't beat the, sure. the, the... This Warriors run is going to go like down LeBron as won maybe the best team in NBA history. Right. Um, and I think that that's also the other part of it is that he was in the middle of the Spurs dynasty. He faced the Warriors. He had to go up against the Celtics when they were really good as well. And the fact that he still has done the things that he's done. I just... well, Again. Jordan had to go against Bird's Celtics, had to go against Isaiah's Pistons. And he didn't uh, beat those guys, though, until the end. Yeah. You know, until the, until the Lakers got old. Until the, until the, until the 90s. Old, yeah. until, but LeBron's they, 33 now. So Yeah, he's going to do this for, he's he's do this for five more years. <laughs> yeah. See, I, did you watch that um, Dream Team documentary about the 92 team? Oh, yeah. It I is, read the book, too. It, oh, I haven't done yeah. that. Um, <laughs> we just became, he just came Tom's, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom's eyes lit I up like a right, like like shorts. I guess <laughs> a book? You had to consider that. Right? Oh, I haven't done what? that. What? <laughs> uh, that's when it kind of like solidified for me, just in how all of them talked about what Michael was doing. Oh, yeah. And just how, and he's described as homicidally competitive. He's insane. He I was, like it. He was playing 36 Love holes it. of golf in the morning. In, <laughs> how? Right? In the morning, after Jeez. staying up gambling all night. Yeah. All those hookers. Damn, how well, do you do it, man? That, they didn't mention weird. that on the documentary. Maybe it's in the book, though. <laughs> that's the weird thing about this right now is that I feel like I am, I, you know, since I am kind of swinging on the LeBron spectrum right now, and I'm, I'm, a, bit, I'm a LeBron stand at this point right now because I just I love the guy. I think he's amazing talent. Um, I also love Jordan. Jordan's my favorite athlete ever. I've had his name one, so it's weird yeah. for me to almost like I don't. I'm not trying to slander Jordan ever yeah. because Jordan is incredible and he was a maniac. And all those stories, I 100 percent believe because yeah. and I think there's 100 percent like more crazy ones that they haven't told us. There's 100%. a story that what's really cool about the Dream Team. My favorite part of that documentary was the famous scrimmage that was not filmed. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and I, know, I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, they got their ass kicked by that college team. Nope. No, no. Well, that, was, that actually preceded it. 
But yes, I know what you're talking. I'm about. in the yeah, conversation, yeah, yeah. guys. Yeah. No, you're I'm right. actually really no. proud that you know that. Yeah, that is really. Impressive. You know what? <laughs> Just say, well, yes, that is what we're talking about. That's like you know what? God damn it, Tom. Partial, partial credit for that. This, <laughs> this, this is Greg. And I wanted to party with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that anything nice. about basketball, but I knew about a random I fucking story to Tom's to talking about, <laughs> and awesome. I said something that was fucking wrong. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. He, Do my well, drink. In, in that scrimmage. He it was like basically Magic picked a team and then Michael picked a team. Yeah, I think that's well. It correct. was the it was the one versus two. It was the starting five versus the back five. Okay. And anyways, Michael's team just apparently it was like the most competitive pickup game in basketball history. Yeah. And I would pay top dollar to this day to watch that. It'd yeah. be so cool. Um, like Carl Malone and Charles Barkley going at it. Like picture the All Star game, but them Carl actually Malone. going full yeah. out and like hating each other. Yeah. Guys. So as I understand, at the end of that game, when it when it finished and MJ dominated, he went into the locker room with Larry and Magic, who essentially kept the league afloat for a decade, and goes, "This is my league now." Yep. And that's when I was like, "Okay, he's." he's <laughs> what are they? That's saying? why he's. That's why he's MJ. And they're like, <laughs> they looked at each other. They're like, said, <laughs> "Yeah, he's he's not wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Again, after playing thirty six holes of golf, yes, which is kind of exhausting. Uh, 18 a little kind of wears me the fuck out. Yeah. Nine, we, I'm like sweating. It was, it was, we're riding carts. <laughs> it was 92 degrees out. We were riding carts, and we quit at hole 14. <laughs> this is this is not bullshit. I'm not kidding you. We were like, like well, after nine, fuck like, oh, this man, shit. Halfway there. Let's go home. We need a nap. Yeah, that's funny. That was my birthday. I was yeah. exhausted. That's yeah. why I was so no, exhausted. It was <laughs> so hot. It was ridiculous. We're not Jordan. You know what? You know what LeBron Breaking. and you know what LeBron and Michael have in common. MVP. <laughs> you know what they have in common? Their number. Uh, no, they are both terrible GMs. Ah, ah I like that. <laughs> so that what one? do you think about LeBron, the GM slash player coach? Because uh, you know he runs that entire team. I think he if it's gets the Eastern too Conference. much. Like I think he does get a little bit too much of I don't know the credit blame or whatever all the time for that. Yes, he. But it makes sense, right? The best basketball player, the best player on the team, has to have influence on what's going on. Um, I don't know. He wins eight straight finals. It's not that bad. If he was yeah. in the West, he'd get bounced. That's true. <laughs> you don't think? I don't well, know if that he'd be on a better team. I don't know if that makes sense though. <laughs> he would have picked the number one seed. Right. He'd have picked, yeah. <laughs> think about he think about Anthony Harper Bennett. and the Nets. Think about Ovechkin. Ba- I think and basketball the is a different a different sport. Yeah, basketball it's different. one player. It's, yeah. Star-driven. Like league. I think it's right. like gotcha. basketball okay. and football, and then baseball. Because like there's minor leagues, right? And, like, it's just way too many players. <laughs> like DC, and you have to like go through the, like the yeah. baseball draft. Ask us, the, the the baseball draft is the most boring well, yeah, sporting event. The there are so draft. many names. I won't slander in. Okay, the entire country of the Dominican <laughs> Republic. There are so right, many names. <laughs> there there are like you can't even draft them. They get signed on a different date on July second. Yeah. Then so there's international guys. Yeah. It's it's. I didn't know that. Yeah, so confusing. Random. Slot money. Oh that's all God. I would do as a GM is like, Dominican Republic, just fund, fund my team. Come on in. You're so all you amazing. Jeff. No, I want them. That's, that's who I pick. Every last one of them. They're amazing. Um, so I was going to – Jamal, where's LeBron going? Damn it. No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Two <Two-parter. laughs> Umo, drink. I got cut off. <laughs> Is, Bobby, that a, is that a twofer? Yeah, Bobby, Umo, Bobby Umo, had a take clear two syllabus, and Tom just jumped ship. I respect that. Dad. I'm not even mad. Well, you made him ask the first one. Two-part question. Where is he going? Where should he go? Yeah, I actually don't really have a very strong take on where LeBron should want him to go even. I want him to play for another title, especially if he, 
assuming that he acts like a, a normal human at some point, at best, right, maybe two or three years at very good, best player in the league or, or whatever kind of status. He stays there long enough. I mean, you would think like eventually that after then he has to just can't keep continue. But so if if he's got to be his last two three years, whatever it is, I I would I want to be somewhere he can win. And if that is L A. because Kawhi and um, uh, Paul PG, George and yeah. everybody are kind of teaming up there, I'm down for that. Um, especially because I, I'm down for a new Lakers jersey. Uh, if it's in Houston, that is that is tradition. Uh, okay, all right. I should have known that for open mind. Like discre- <laughs> I would mind like discreetly earlier. I was trying to hide. I was like, I hope nobody. It, it, it annoys it annoys some beer. very some very uh, frequent f- fans of ours. Okay, uh, and it's hilarious to all us. Right. Well, then I'll, I'll try to tell. <laughs> I was like, I hope no one can tell I'm drinking beer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't, you know, I'm very down. Again, like I said, I'm following LeBron wherever he goes. So if it's in LA, I'm down to get a purple Laker jersey. I, have, I, don't, have a, I don't have one of those. Uh, if it's in Houston, don't love the jerseys there, but I'm down <laughs> to get one of them uh, as well. Oh uh, so yeah, I'm flexible. Um, so wherever LeBron wants me to go, I'm the LA is a good fit for me. So that's where I'm kind of rooting for if we can yeah. kind of get a little team up there. But, so not Philly. Uh, I heard that. Not Philly. That's actually the one I Please don't want to Please don't. Fuck that city. Yeah, retweet that. I'm, 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 I'm out of that. Fuck that city. They just had an Eagle Super Bowl. They're good. Yes. and two, Their and fans the, ate shit off champion. the ground. <laughs> they ate Horse shit you know off the and ground. Shout out to y'all in DC and once cheered again. him for doing and y'all it. Y'all, di- I didn't see any of that. One we arrest. Were good. One, One arrest. arrest. One, One arrest. Okay. We had so got to pick five, your numbers up next time. But we had <laughs> over five hundred thousand people down there that yeah. day, and then for all of the weekend, two days. One arrest. Two no, days. I'm saying the, the, the actually the, three the days. Parade. The parade we had over five. Okay, but also people. taking count the, yeah. the game, game five. five right? No, game right? four and game five viewing parties. I'd give us one arrest. I'd give us three hundred thousand in in the city. On the streets for the for the actual win, but that was I think of when I talk about it the most proud I am is the fact that we did not fuck up our own town yeah. and just enjoyed the fact that, like everybody high fiving each other. How all the videos of people fucking just extremely. being happy, legitimately happy. But so. I I feel like sorry I sidetracked. But with LeBron's, I feel like his contract will dictate whether or not that's a plausible reality in the sense that. If he gets if he gets a time period or if he gets the amount of time where he can continue to be healthy and be amazing and be dominating and just do this leapfrogging team to team to team that he's been doing to find the championship or to find the relevance or the um, like lasting legacy. Right. That he's that he's been going to will dictate whether or not that's that's does it. I think that kind of like falls into him being the GM too, but he has to understand which team he's going to and their money situation and the players that either they already have or want to get too. As long as he's healthy, he's going to keep making a shit ton of money. Well, also he doesn't need. And there's always going to be another team. He's got a billion dollar deal with the team is the other team on the end of his contract where he's saying, "Hey, I'm not winning here. Where can I win? Hey, we really want you to win here. How about you come here and pay a." Ridiculous real, amount of real, money. Real quick interjection is one of my actually favorite things LeBron has done is when he went back to Cleveland, when he did take the shorter term deals, he was very cognizant and said, I'm taking the max. That's it. Not because he necessarily needs the money. He's saying because when he took less money when those guys did in Miami, that became for the rest of the league. You know, every team recruiting said, Hey, they took less money to win. Don't you want to be a winner? You got to take less money. And he yeah. said, well, no, no, no. Others, the guys don't have to do it. They want to do that. That's oh, fine. Yeah. No, no, that's, but, and that's I think not that, my thing. Yeah, I think that, I think that, one, now he said, I'm going to take the max. Yeah. Um, and I think he's also, one, I think the reason he can probably prolong if he goes to another team, if he goes to the Rockets or such, he's not going to have to play 82 games and carry yeah. a team like this bullshit in Cleveland last right. year. Yeah. He could, if James Harden's there, he's a random 
Tuesday in February, you know, I'm going to take the, I'm gonna take the <laughs> night off. Right. You know, me and Dwayne. The Wizards are, gonna, are in town. Me and Dwayne are going <laughs> to. Right, right. Me and Dwayne are going to spend extra day in Miami here on the boat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Y'all have fun. <laughs> but I'll meet y'all in the next, I, the next city. Right. To answer those questions, I feel oh, like if, if, if his goal is to win yeah. and win purely, then Houston would seem to make the most sense. Right now, um, yeah. Yeah, and given that D'Antoni offense, he'd actually be really, really fun to watch in that, you know, fun and gun style. Um, even though I, I didn't know how Chris Paul and James Harden would work together because they both need the ball, but it worked, and James Harden became an MVP. Um, if it, I know that he has long-term plans of becoming a team owner, mm-hmm. uh, becoming a billionaire, and growing his brand, even though I can't imagine it much larger. And his son's brand. Yeah, and that's another goal that I think he wants to play with his son. His son is five years away. He's 13. He's 13. He, um, that's, that's, he almost he, he wants to be in the league with, the, with his son? That's I would say so. That's a voiced. Oh wow, that's it's theorized. I don't think he's. Yeah, I don't think he's come out and said it. But that's, that's, I'm, that's I'm just. I think he's. he's I'm just surprised. This is the, the first time I've ever such. heard that. I don't know if again. Yeah. I, I, he may have actually have said it more strongly, but he definitely has hinted toward. Yep. That's something I'd like to do. Hmm. Um, if yep. I can still be in the league because they healthy. Yeah, if I were a dad, that'd be cool as shit too. Right. And and at this rate, he absolutely is still going to be playing. Yeah, at this, um, play, yeah, this yeah. rate he'll still be dominating the league, and trade, yeah. he'll trade his son for like you know draft picks at the deadline, <laughs> 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 or you know, for like a seven. It's all coming Polish to the same man. household, or for, right? I, I could almost write that shit new, off on your taxes. I, I could almost Rivers. he's a dependent. Theoretically, see him sign a one-year deal with Houston to see what they can do in one season, and then go to Los Angeles when Kawhi is a free agent. Okay, and then but, him. So if he does keep on leapfrogging, can you literally con- consider him as the goat? If he keeps on leapfrogging, I don't. Yes, just to win a championship. No. Yes. Just really. So I mean, is it is it is it to build something? One That's because the first thing that people talk about with the Jordan and in the in LeBron case is six rings versus whatever, right? So like, well, it's I think, six to nothing versus right, right, right. The so, losing but I'm, so I'm saying, regardless, people judge him and, and stars whatever on title. So I think that that is the that's the first problem. I think is that. Talking about him chasing for rings or not is because that that's what people have been telling him for however long that matters championships. Um, the other half of that is for me if he's got three years at peak left or four or whatever it is at peak LeBron left, do I want to see him in Cleveland doing whatever the fuck this was this year? No, I want to see him a place where I can actually see him on a big stage in the finals in the conference championship competing and having a real chance to beat this uh, the Warriors. I'd I'd actually ad- admired I would admire if he stayed in Cleveland. I just I would too. Yes. I would. You look, know, hey, look, look, look at Kobe. Team's not on the look up. at Kobe. So, Kobe. Kobe missed the right. Kobe right. sat there. That's what I'm saying. Shitty, shitty years. And yeah, stuck and with, ruined stuck the Lakers' with. chances to win for three years because he was making way too much hey, money and was not good. He and was, was chasing, hurt. He was chasing the goat. He he was, but at least he didn't try and leapfrog to every other team. It was threatened. It, it was threatened. Yeah, I mean, that didn't be any good because trying like, trying to last four years. His last game though. Yeah, that was great. It was the first great trying to help create success in the area in which you're in and building leadership and and building around that team yourself. I don't think it's to, a, he because it's that's he possible for Cleveland. It, well, it's it clearly so nice. clearly he doesn't. But well, no, I mean well, he, no, does. He, wants he keeps to. going he back does. there despite I, I, all I'm, the. BS I'm being there. facetious. But <laughs> He's being torn. Is that your thing? Uh, I, I just <laughs> it's you it's, see that's empty now. So exactly. Any more conversation? Well, the the economic benefit that Cleveland has. You know, had with LeBron there. They they showed the numbers that you know their town was making with him versus without him, and it was substantial. Yeah, um, it's also you Cleveland. Know, yeah, yeah. It's not a Cleveland's you know. actually very nice. It's a fun town. Yeah, 
according to Thirty Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I don't mind. I don't mind Cleveland. I, I um, that's fine. Never been there. I have no idea. I I would I would, you know, I would respect the fact that if he goes, you know what, this is where I'm. This is my hometown. I I can't imagine leaving again. You know, I'm just going to ride it out with this and, you know, see where it I takes would respect me. that. I would. I absolutely would. Um, I would too. For the record, I would be disappointed because I would I would go sure. to LA. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be just again. I, I don't want to see him waste the last peak years of his career. And sure. I would hope that Cleveland's in a position to do better than that. Yeah. Le- LeBron is such a you know a such a schemer that yeah. he'll he'll find a way to stay relevant. I mean, it's eight straight NBA Finals with him. Oh, regardless, as dog shit as that roster is. I still would bet on him to win to, to win the finals if he comes back. Yeah, what give me go to the finals game. To go to the finals, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Did you see? Well, Boston's really good, so maybe that's not true. Did you oh, see? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, they're gonna be real. How good. did Brad Stevens not win Coach of the Year? <laughs> and also, how did a not rookie win Rookie of the Year? Also true. At, at Paul Mancano, oh, we got into it. All about. We got did into, you? We got into. We got into it. Paul would think day. Ben Simmons is a. He did. I, w- he I like, wish. I, I need to slander Paul and. Ben Simmons. He was like, he doesn't he, deserve it. No, you're right. He's like, he didn't play. He, he's I like, agree. I was like, dude, he's a part of the organization for a year. He he was with the team. He was with professional uh, NBA trainers. He got trained by yes. professionals, coaches, Everything his teammates for over a year. I don't care if he, he didn't play. He was an game. employee of the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, he got paid, right? I think so. Yes. He got paid that, that year. That's going to be a yes. Yes, you're not a rookie anymore. Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> Um, uh, Donovan Mitchell showed up to the NBA Awards with a in a like an that SUV black van. that said "rookie" question mark yeah. on it. Marketed marketed <laughs> by Adidas too. That's great. Um, but Tom, did you see any? Did you see the the Bovada odds of where LeBron's going to go? <laughs> Wizards are sixth behind taking a year off. <laughs> 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 it was like four teams. Taking a year off than the Wizards. <laughs> LeBron, according to Bovada, LeBron James is more likely to take a year off than come to D.C. That's so funny. you're saying there's there a is a chance. We must play baseball like for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's funny. So <laughs> do the whole LeBron thing. So oh, yeah, do you think Jordan that because Wilbon wrote that article play for about the how Indians. LeBron to D.C. would make sense? Did he do that to try to like make up for him being a getting good graces? No, fuck him. He he doubled down on the whole Ovi thing. True. He said Obi's not one of the all-time greats because he only has one cup. No, yeah, Wait, he said. Yeah, he said Ovi's cup doesn't expel his history of losing. That's that's exactly I, what it does. I really that's hope Ian exactly gets to meet. That's the definition of winning a cup. Ian runs winning into Mike Wilbon in person. Sorry, I, I will care. spit in his face. <laughs> I will spit in his. I will come in my hand before I say. The second I see him, I want to start jerking off. Yeah, that's so vile. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you never see him when you're hammered because I know you'll actually do that. <laughs> Um, Only time will tell. All right, so we're 34 minutes in. Uh, time, you want to switch to the baseball? Yeah, um, before we get really in the, the nitty-gritty of the Nats, ugh, um, <laughs> what are you, so you, you mentioned you've been to Cleveland. Do you have, you've been on the beat for a couple years yeah. working in baseball. Um, do you have some favorite towns, you know, stadiums, so on and so forth? Yeah. Um, so I, I almost, I just, when I um, talk about this, I almost I always disqualify Chicago and New York um, because they they would be my, my top because of, they're almost 50 hours home. Sure. Chicago's still home. My family's still there in New York. I lived there for like several couple of years. Um, so going back to, especially Yankee Stadium this, uh, you know, earlier this in, in June with the Yank, with the uh, Nats, um, it was a lot of fun. 
it was kind of it was weird. I didn't think I really had any kind of connection to Yankee Stadium until I got back there and and saw a lot of the old people who did some of the same things I used to do, and it was like, wow, I feel like I've missed this place, and it was just, I don't know, it was kind of weird. Um, so Wrigley feels great, and obviously like that's just both those places are just kind of his own historic um, kind of connections there. So those are the first two that are in their own special kind of category. Uh, I love going to San Francisco. I think AT and T is is you know, one of the best. Done I parks. love AT and T. It's such an amazing place. Um, you know, I love. I'm starting to love Dodger Stadium a lot more too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's just a, a really fun place. I just went to Toronto. You know, with the most recent Nats series, and I have been all over Toronto. I'm I'm petitioning the Nats to move to Montreal, <laughs> or at least another team to be re- re- relocated to Montreal. I should say, like maybe the Marlins. If they move from Miami, get them. So I can get three trips to Montreal a year because I am all in on Canada. <laughs> you, um, so, yeah, maybe we don't want to take your D.C. We want to take the Nats from D.C., but we'll take the Marlins from Miami okay. and let me go there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, those are those are probably the, the AT&T, Dodger Stadium, you know, New York and Chicago. Are just Those are some of my favorite trips every year. Um, Padre, San Diego Stadium, I heard is. San Diego's great. And I, I interned in San Diego as well um, during college. So, like, that, that place another spot that I just love. And San Diego's almost just perfect. That is just. I, I always hate, like, when I have to, like, which of your play? Well, San Francisco and San Diego. Well, yeah. Fuck yeah. You're real. Go out on a limb here, right? Like, who, who doesn't love those spots? Uh, so. Are there know. any other towns that, you know, aren't brought up commonly? Because, you know, so when you hear about under- best ballparks, of so course. So, I, I like Milwaukee a lot. Uh-huh. Um, the brats. Yeah, I just think Milwaukee. Just the the. I like the stadium roof open or closed. That we had it open. I think one of the days, and it was kind of a nice spot. Um, even when it's closed in the dome, it's, it was kind of a, a good atmosphere. Um, I, I like the town. I think it's got good food. It was just kind of a fun place. Um, I'm trying to think of my other kind of top underrated spots. You know, Pitt, Pittsburgh is is one that gets brought up as underrated yeah. so often that I don't even like calling because I feel like everybody kind of likes Pitt, Pittsburgh at this point. Um, those are the top ones for me. Cool. Um, I, I guess when you know Porter alluded to this earlier that there's uh, so what? you know you got to be able to separate your professionalism from just being a fan of this sport. Um, have there been any moments which have been you know a challenge to you t- in order to separate that no. since then? Uh, no. Nope. I think, uh, Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what? Nothing. No. You helped cover the World Series with the Cubs in it. I did. Um, and you, it you was... Your fandom didn't come out a little bit during that. No. I was surprised. I mean, it, there was... Uh, so I did the... We know the, that feeling, too. <laughs> I did the 2016 New World Time Series. Time would have failed that test. Cubs, oh, yeah. <laughs> Cubs, Indians, and, you know, growing up a Cubs fan. It was, it was surreal, and I was very... As I was... Before the series started, in the game one in Cleveland... Um, you know, I was I was I was on the Cubs half for that side too, uh, and I was kind of they basically have people help out on the on the beats, whatever. And usually you pick a side, and then you're kind of also just able to float. I was mostly covering the Cubs. Um, it was a lot of fun. It, I mean, every I've, I've done just about I've done three World Series now. I think it is, and they're just they're fun. I mean, they're, they're probably one of my it's my favorite thing to do. Um, it was uh, it was fun. It was surreal because I never thought. Growing up, there were many moments that you thought the Cubs would never be in the World Series, <clears throat> let alone ever think you'd be there when they're in the World Series. So going to Wrigley, these these moments were all surreal. The the way that you know our Uber had to drop us off three blocks away, you know I'm getting to the ballpark four or five hours sometimes before four hours really before these World Series games, and we had to be dropped off three hours away because the streets were just packed with people um, at this point that early coming into games, um, even when they were down three one. And it was just, uh, it was, just, it was everything was just kind of just so surreal and so crazy and so um, mind blowing. Then when they they come back and the weight game seven was just so in- insane, 
um, and being in that locker room as they're throwing champagne around and Bill Murray's there talking to Dexter Fowler and, and it just it it just it was kind of all mind blowing and I think it it didn't really even hit me until after thinking that at that point I'm so much in work mode that it just is not um, I'm not able to kind of process anything and I think it really hit I mean a couple of days after it was just like wow. Yeah, the Cubs won the World Series. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was telling you the night the Caps won, and also I told these guys after we started a podcast after, like I'm glad it was the Caps that finally won because I don't know if I would be able to do that if it were the Nats that and finally, you had to be there, and I had to be there. I had yeah. to cover, if I had to cover and I had to switch, like I had to be working. Like yeah. I think that would partially. I mean, it'd be cool, obviously, hands right. down. But I think it would also kind of bum me out because like I, I'd be like, I want, I want a party. Like I was like, I, I, I want to enjoy this moment as a fan because I, w- yeah. I want this more as a fan than as, you know, an employee or someone covering the team. Because, you know, as a D.C. sports fan, I think we're just unique in that we've wanted this for 26 years. Yeah. And if it, were, if it were the Nats, I would be like, oh, it's kind of I want it because I was so happy with the way the cat because I was with my cousins, my sister. Uh, I saw a bunch of friends down oh, yeah. there in D.C. Like that's how I wanted to celebrate a championship. And. Yeah, being locker room would be incredible, but like I wanted to be but with my people. But you're, with the first time it happened in the, in the locker room, they're throwing champagne. It's like you're at a party that you're not really invited to. Right? They're, they're kind of <laughs> yeah. they're celebrating their championship and their accomplishment here, and you're trying to like ask them questions and work in the, the worst possible time. Yeah. Uh, and then those places are crowded. In a bit, you've been in, in the division locker rooms, and it, you can yeah. you know, test probably how terrible it is to work in that environment. Yeah, and then turn it that, up, turn it up to like. Three times more with the World Series. Yeah, but also like, well, it wasn't it wasn't in Wrigley, but Wrigley Clubhouse is super small too. Yeah, it was just in Cleveland, a little bigger. But but it was in the visiting clubhouse too, so it's probably small. Um, So I mean, I will say this: I I was very aware that man, I like imagine this happening in college or in because the Blackhawks first winning and and we, you know, I'm not gonna pretend like before the Blackhawks got on TV or such, it was this. I was a huge Blackhawks fan. Um, but you know that them winning, and I remember how cool that moment was, and the parade and that such was like I could if that was the Cubs, me in my freshman year of college and coming out of high school or such. I mean, I don't like I, yeah. can't, I can't even imagine what that celebration would have looked like compared to where I was when I was like a semi adult or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I remember with Bobby was consecutive game five losses, hey, and, he, and he's a Nats fan. Hey, Bob. Thank you. And just yeah. wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hey! hey. Uh, there we go. You know, with with two just you know heartbreaking losses back to back. I mean, how you got to feel bad? I mean, was there a level of like emotion emotionalism? When was that? this? Sorry. <laughs> no, how do I? You said how to for me? Yeah. The team. Yeah, because I, I remember Bobby texted me on the consecutive game fives, yeah. and he's like, "I go, I have to go interview Clayton Kershaw right now." No, I had, yeah, I had to sit through. Shoot me. I had to sit through Dusty. Yep. And then Dave Roberts and Clayton Kershaw came in, yeah. and, and I had to sit through and listen to them talk about how great it was. And after listening to how dusty, how upset he was, and then I had to go in the Nats clubhouse, and you which, know, is, which are no more awkward after a team loses a playoff series. I mean, there was no more awkward place to be. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. I've been in locker rooms where they've been no hit, lost playoff series, um, you know, just bad losing streaks, and it is just like. Walking, I mean, you know, walking on eggshells, whatever it is, it is, it is such an awkward place. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Is, um, is there a particular moment that you can recall? Just in, like, what the Nats are saying, or, or just in, in, in general? In general. Um, I'm trying to think, is there any like necessarily story that that sticks out? I mean, it just, it just is so, is so. Again, because you, you this, it's, it's a vulnerable situation, especially when you have players. The Nats haven't really had players. Tearing up 
Last year was uh, last year sense. last year was tough. Yeah, Max, Max cried Max a little bit. Cried a little bit last year, and last year was tough because it was like Jason Worth last Jason time. Jason was uh, we, leaving, and everyone kind of figured Dusty would be out too, and he I, was walking around saying goodbye. No, but I didn't. Feel, I didn't figure Dusty was going to be out. Well, it was a kind of hovering. It was because there was the whole contract issue. There was some like uncertainty, but I was kind of on the well. You know, he'll be back. I didn't even. I didn't even really say goodbye to him that night. Yeah. Um, not that I matter, but like, <laughs> but just you know, I've, I've assumed that this will get worked out. We'll talk soon. Um, and it's, and it's, but again, it goes back to that point where everybody's so vulnerable and, and it's it's abrupt. I think that's the biggest thing about the Nats the last couple of years is that this team going to the playoffs with the talent, with the way they've been set up, you've always kind of assumed that there's more to go, you know, and that this is not how it's going to end. And the fact that all of a sudden it just kind of just it just happened, especially the Dodgers loss. Where they were winning that game, you know, they were up one nothing for a while. John Peterson hits the home run in the you know seventh or so when Max is there, left center, um, and then of the oh you know all hell breaks you know just everything goes to shit with uh, once the least in the game and such and just like that you're making Tom very upset uh, yeah yeah sorry to bring up old wounds why was he in the game <laughs> why all right so I'm bringing up old wounds but I'm just kind of remembering exactly like why did I oh yeah this is what happened here um, but I mean with the Nats it was it was again you you you. Both game fives that I've have covered at least, they were, you know, probably the the Dodgers. When you can debate this, the Cubs when they were the better team, definitely. Um, but you know, they, they should have probably been a team advancing. So it was just like, you know, I had and, and at that point you have flights booked. When they said I had a flight booked to Chicago, um, I had a flight booked last year to uh, L.A. You know, after for the Cubs series. So, that, so like I'm I'm anticipating I'm have to get on this flight in five, six, eight, you know, seven out eight hours or whatever it is, you know, or I can cancel this fight and sleep for a week. <laughs> like it's just kind of just, and then all of a sudden it's just over, you know, like everything, it, it, you the abruptness the, of it. And that, that's probably the biggest thing is that it's just like abrupt. And these guys who've been talking about a deep run and last year, they were all about, we feel like we've got our best team, our best shot. We're healthy. We, Strasburg was pitching. I mean, it was yeah. just, it was, everything was lining up and then it just was done. Right. And that is just a, it's such an awkward you know, situation of going there and try to capture that moment of how these, these players and these, this town even is feeling, yeah. Um, because it, you know, I, I get it, especially after so many years. So, you know, am I am I necessarily rooting or leaning or, or or wanting either way to happen? I think that you know, seeing what Nats fans have been through and seeing that how they reacted to the way the Capitals won, I think it would be a very cool thing for them to win. Um, and I think that it would be a fun ride um, to be able to, to to be around it and be able to cover it and see. You know, with this, so many storylines with this team, between the new manager, between Bryce Harper, between um, even the stuff Rizzo's went through, uh, Zimmerman, if he can come back and be contributor. I mean, there's just a lot of different things. Max, obviously, I didn't you know mention. Um, there's a lot of things why it could be a cool potential run. I don't, I don't know if that's silly. I would say I'm, I'm you know, I don't know if I feel actively rooting for it, but I think that there's a lot of really good and fun stories to talk about if they can, you know, put together a little bit right now. As you know, they're not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're not on that trend right now, no. but uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Um, I, I definitely feel just from being around the team these last couple of years, um, I, I I would know how much it would mean. Uh, you just have a, a taste of how much it could mean for this team to actually have some some success. Sure. Yeah, I, that was. I, I felt I just felt so bad for Bobby. You know, consecutive years he gives me that the most sad text message <laughs> ever. Like, I just interviewed Max. I hate everything. <laughs> I hate life. It's yeah, um, yeah. I think la- last year was just tough. But yeah. It was more so tough because, like Jamal said, like just the whole build up. It felt like a different team. That felt like they were a better team this year. Even when they clinched early, yeah, you're like, all right, this team knows how 
And then game five was just one of the craziest baseball games like you've ever seen. Like so many lead changes. Max comes in out of the bullpen and, and stinks. And it's like, yeah. what is happening? And yeah. you know, it also felt like, you know, and I don't know how you felt, but it felt like somewhat like, I don't say fate. It's a weird word to like throw out, but like, if you know, with the with the way the game four lined up, the Strasburg obviously remember the rain that happened. The Strasburg yeah. was able to pitch. Yeah, that was the. Best. Like was we sick. finally caught a break here, yeah, right? Right. That like we actually you know, this rain out happens. It's like our pitcher's not going to pitch. He pitches. He shoves. We get it to game five in our house here again. Yep. It felt like all right. You know, we finally this is our time to finally get one and, and at least get out of this round. Yes, yeah. that and when that was the it. the best individual performance I've ever seen in the DC Strasburg. sports with, yeah. with I mean, the Strasburg seven incredible. innings. Incredible. When we needed it the most too. Yeah, and he was sick. Was yeah. he a pitch or not? There was the rain delayed. Yeah, that was. You know, this was someone. If it wasn't seventy degrees and sunny, he, he right. screwed exactly. And uh, <laughs> he proved all of his detractors wrong. And so I guess that kind of leads transitions to the next topic. And uh, this has not been a good month. <laughs> this has been. Uh, they were the by the record. They were the best, the hottest team in baseball in May, and now yeah. they are one of the worst. And yeah. you know, they. This has not been. To say things have, have not gone as planned thus far for the Nats this season, I feel like is probably an understatement. Um, an overwhelming amount of that is alluded to the amount of injuries that have occurred. Um, at, at the same time, I mean, just a few statistics that I, I've looked at. Um, they're currently on pace to score 200 less runs this year than last year. Which is insane. Yes. They thinking, have, thinking about just the way the runs environment is going in baseball. Yeah. One that's insane, and especially what their lineup should be this year. Yeah, they have been shut out more times already this season than they were all of last year. Steven Strasburg has given up more home runs already yeah. this year than he did all of last year. Our four hundred million dollar man is in the peak of his. Oh, he's coming around over the past few games, but he's in the worst slump of his entire life, as he's described it. Um, we don't know where Ryan Zimmerman's doing. I mean, it's just been. I mean, I'm putting all of these factors into, you know, into account, and essentially everything has gone wrong, except for the bullpen, except for Juan Soto, except for Max Scherzer, and yet they're five games over 500. Um, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I, yeah, I've. It's funny. Like, I feel like I've been answering some version of this question. Uh, when did the Red Series end? <laughs> Opening day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with the Nats? Pretty much since then. Um, so I am, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. My short version of this is I've been on, and I still am, have wavered a little bit in the last week or so, um, on team that they'll, team they'll be fine, which I'm, I'm figuring that the internet kind of hates right now, is the people who are like, the Nats will be fine. That like, man you, hates you it. You also hate it? That man hates it. So I, 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 I'm pointing the time. I am, I am on that that team i think that bobby's biggest fear just came tom's through. biggest fear <laughs> <laughs> i think it, uh, you know this last you know the 12 14 whatever two week stretch or so is the worst i've seen them play since i started to beat yeah i was thinking about that earlier that, that i think that the combination even when they started off pretty badly earlier this year mm-hmm. um you know there was still rice was still playing well at that point they were pitching well there was still something you, like, you can see through the cracks right now the rotation outside of Max is, is a mess. Yep. Uh, the bullpen is good. unreliable. It's good at the end, but it's weirdly kind of mismanaged most games and just used kind of weirdly in a lineup can't hit, which is the most surprising thing about it. Yep. Um, the reason I am still on the net positive with the Nats that they'll be okay is that everything that is going wrong 
seems like it is still on an upward trajectory. Sure. Um, and that is that the rotation's a mess, you know, but it's it's a good rotation and one that is going to get Helixson back at the end of the end of the you know, this Saturday week, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Helixson will be back. You'll have uh, Steven Strasburg is not he's not done for the season or anything. He'll be back eventually. And, and honestly, a month break for him is something they probably need every season, in, you know, every year anyway. That's kind of his protocol at this point. Yeah, and I think that that's a smart way to manage him. And I think that Gio and Tanner, while they've been pretty terrible this month, I don't think that that's that's not there. There we go. Uh, that's not their talent level. Those guys will be back in pitching kind of to better sure. pitching better. Um, I think their bullpen is legitimately a, a strength. It's the end that bullpen is a strength now. I think they still need to figure out exactly what they have in the middle and how to use it. And I think mm-hmm. that Dave Martinez has to, and as, as consistent, his, his biggest criticism I have as a manager, he's not been great with the bullpen um, and, and kind of when to use that. I think that those things have to be ironed out. But yeah. Especially bullpen, prior to the seventh inning. Yes. I, I feel like the, the Justin Millers, the Samus Elises, the – uh, well, it was Wander Suera for a while. It, it's those guys. I think uh, it's, it's those guys and in, in a willingness to not, um, you know, he, he gives his starters, I think, still too big of a, <laughs> a too long of a leash. Mm-hmm. And I think that this bullpen is actually a strength, Absolutely. you know, for the most part now. And, like, especially when you now that you have Kenser back and these four guys at the end. And Herrera. Yeah. You know, if you, you know, the other day when uh, uh, I think Eric Fetty it is gets through six innings and it was a, it was a tie game at that point or such, take that and run. You know, turn it over to your – you got three guys at the end to go seven, eight, nine, and this offense, at this point right now, you hope to get one run from them more, and now you shut it down and win. You, you can't really have any leeway to say we can give up one run and think they're going to score two more. This team, they're not clicking like this. Sure. So I think that um, – again, so I think the bullpen is, is good. I think the rotation is, is on its way better once they get healthy, and these guys are going to pitch better. And I think that the problem with the lineup right now, when you have Murphy and Eden, the more kind of at bats and such they get, those guys are they're going to hit. They're going to be better. Eden's right now he's, he's been fine. He's kind of victim a little bit to just the he's basically the one put twenty with Michael Taylor, yep. um, you know, because Harper and, and, and Soto are, are in the lineup every day. Yep, and um, he's lost some of his speed. Yeah, um, yes, and and I think that that was I, I expected that actually just coming sure. off the ACL and especially off the ankle as well that I don't think he's necessarily going to be able to impact games on that ways. But he's you know he was hitting <laughs> over three hundred and such. He's been good. Um, it, I think so. I think that those guys are still t- on the upward projection. I think that you know eventually I would assume they're going to do something at catcher. If that's not, I don't think it's going to be just wait for Matt Weeders. So I don't think that's the answer at all. But you know that should not be. That also might be too little, too late. Yeah, because I mean, Matt Weeders, he's not supposed to be coming back till, till mid uh, late August. August or really, so. right? He's that far off. He's, yeah, I mean, he's yeah, still. Yeah. I think it was, that was always the, the August plan. was maybe early August, August. Probably uh, as Severino's hitting under two hundred. Yep, and, and you know what? I was never. Even when Severino started as hot as he did, I was I was very skeptical of that, and I think that I was I'm surprised that they didn't make some kind of move, even if it was a minor move to get you know, not Jose Lobaton essentially, but like a, a type like that just to get some kind of veteran guy in here, who has played in the majors, a real major leaguer. Um, you know, I think Severino's fine as a backup. I'm not sure he's ever going to hit. Keyboom is what he is at this point. Um, you know, so again, I think I think that. There's some there's some improvement to be had in the lineup, and I think the biggest problem is that Bryce Harper has been whatever the hell he's been for the past month, and I don't think that that's player two he months. Is. Uh, it's, it's, yes, two months really, maybe six weeks or so, especially. But um, th- what he's done is business in this month of June. Mm-hmm. I think it's just he's he's been a, a legitimately just a bad player. He's been he's gone from two forty one to two twenty one to one seventy six in each month. And April, that is May, starting, June. Yeah, yeah, and I think that you know. What we've seen from him in his worst month, you know, his worst slump of his his life, um, you know, again, he's looked better the, the past couple mm. couple games, and I think that he still just do he he's not that, and if he's healthy, I think that 
he's he can't he can't he's not going to perform at this level. You know, you know what's been been frustrating at him, and I, I feel like I, I'm a su- supporter of him. I, I know that he that there's a lot of vitriol with Bryce Harper. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's really Barkham. been the case since he's arrived. Um, Sorry. I had, to, I had to. I had to. I have. I have not talked in twenty minutes. <laughs> so you say fuck him? <laughs> yeah, fifty million dollars a Jim year. Tom no, you're not worth Jim Tom Sula. Jim Tom Sula. All right. If he's Jimbo, that's fine. Fuck him. Fuck him. His body language was is so bad. Um, he. I, I. I understand. Slumps are inevitable in baseball. It's the hardest sport in the world. It happens. But when you are. You know the self-proclaimed four hundred million dollar man, the face of the league. Yeah, excuse yeah. me, you're right. He, hence, he, he hence, said, "Don't sell me short on." Hence, why you're not worth that and then much. He's money. hitting rollover ground ball after rollover ground ball, and he's just shoulders are slumped. Like, here we go again, and you know that swinging at balls that are clearly yeah. down and away. And, and if it's if that's Michael Taylor doing that, or if that's you know some regular jag, that's one thing. But for someone that's supposed to be the, you know, the face of the league. That that to me is just inexcusable, um, yeah. and it's just it's been an absolute nightmare watching this with of him just because it's just it's almost like the monsters from Space Jam just stole his talent. Yeah, <laughs> it's been That's it's a, been I mean, awful. Or he's not that good. But well, I'm gonna ignore that hot take. But I think that's and it is a hot take. But. It's, it's we're, a not legitimate. Doing, we're not doing this. Well, but uh, it's a hot take. Well, but listen, but think about how bad Bryce has been. But then you look at what Manny Machado has been doing, what Mookie Betts has been doing, what Mike Trout yes. is doing. Like the All Stars are playing like they should be, and Bryce Harper has never been this bad, and it's so bad. As it's a, not like he's playing bad. He's playing. Oh no, this so is this bad. is as bad. a Nets fan. Would you want to pay him five hundred million? No, no, he's playing his way what? out of money. He's exactly. losing money. No, like, a professional athlete is worth five hundred fucking. Million dollars. I disagree with that. None. Uh, None. 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 You of all people shouldn't have like. They're not. But he's more than just an athlete. And they're the product. He's selling tickets. He's selling jerseys. No one's paying for anything except those salary cap. Sure. And uh, and how much of that season is going? Everything else is going for that. Or if he gets injured during ten, you're you're talking ten years, right? Fifty million dollars for ten years. Five hundred. Also, take uh, that's literally by just opening the gate in center field. Are just rolling in the money, so like that—that that is that's the issue here. Is that based off the money they're getting, five hundred million is probably not like probably underselling what he's worth. Now, I'm not—I'm not saying I'm not advocating the fact that he should. They're be basing the ten right years now. of their of their franchise on yes, Bryce because Harper. having Bryce Harper right. and able to sell every jersey and every kid that has a Bryce Harper right. jersey and every promo now Bryce Harper and everything. Now they are. What if he does this for two years? Yeah, well, then that would be problematic. But what, I, what, what, if, what if he does this for three? I also think that's highly unlikely. Oh, yeah. oh is it? But uh, what if he keeps doing this for three? What if he does it for four? We, we're, we're guaranteed how much? We're talking I, again. I'm not. I'm not advocating necessarily that Bryce. That's what I'm be, saying. Pay five hundred million right now. Um, I'm saying that in general, athletes. Yes, athletes. There is so much volatility. There is so much risk. And and baseball has gotten away with murder for their their contracts and what they're able to give, which to the benefit of the players. And I'm not citing that in the slightest. Yeah, I'm just saying it has gone away in this contract talk for five hundred million dollars for a player for ten years, fifty million guaranteed so what if every the next three year. MVPs? That's if he does that. Mike great. Trout, Mike Trout right now is about- worth five hundred million dollars either. I, I'd pay Mike Trout. And Mike Trout hasn't won a playoff series. And I'd pay Mike Trout. Harper. It's not his fault. Actually, Mike Trout hasn't won a playoff game. No. Yeah. No, it's no. not his fault. But no, I know. But I'm saying, I, I, I think, I guess, I think I guess maybe I'm more offended by the number then. 
because that's just the gamble that is putting that towards. I, I we we've talked about this before on the show of between um, you know referees that need to have more oversight, uh, umpires that have huge implications on the game that have no dictation to, to whether or not they're either fired or they're kept in the game or if they, it affects their salaries like it does if like a player gets in trouble about something as stupid as, as weed or something else like there, there's no there's there's a there's a, 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 a difference in power where that exists and I think for for this you're talking about 50 million guaranteed every year right that's that's the contract he's talking about am I wrong in that it's, that's like the base I mean yeah. that that's been thrown I mean a lot of have been thrown I, out I'm, but I'm honestly just just asking right. a, for this call, it, call it 40 call it 50 whatever preposterous whatever. you're talking about 10 fucking years you have no idea what's going to happen in this guy's life I, I would none whatsoever the level of risk of to something that would happen to him or to anything else on the team or the 50 million guaranteed to the cap, which what, what's what's the total cap per season for the Nets? There's no cap. There is no cap. You can do what they want. Cool. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the point is that there is no cap. That's so why people I, are throwing I, out these numbers. Yeah. I I think what I, in your I, def, in your defense, Greg, I, I think what you're trying to allude to is it's a from a risk management perspective, it's bad business. Yes. Um. One hundred percent. This is bad fucking finance. It, it's <laughs> like it's, the risk doesn't. There's nothing's going to be. There's a risk. nothing about this that's beneficial. Signing Max that. Scherzer to a seven-year, two hundred seventeen million dollar contract was a risk, but it paid off. See, it's already paid off. We're only halfway through. Exactly. Guess what? As an Orioles fan, I'd halfway. say that's underpaid. Yeah. And the argument here with baseball is, it's just money. And I know that sounds like crazy, but like it's just money. You're not paying prospects. You're not compromising your future because there's no salary cap that's tying you down. It's just money that you're paying that you have <laughs> because yeah. the team is making money between the MLB money, between the collective yeah. bargaining agreement, TV money, between the... the or evangelists would actually is. give us a fair deal, but that's another yeah, story. So, so I'm saying... Let's you, not talk about you, that. <laughs> this is money that <laughs> you have <laughs> that you're just a lot... And, and, and yes, the way he's playing right now, no, he's not worth that money. And I'm not trying to necessarily make that argument. I got you. I'm saying if he is the... If you believe he is the MVP level player from 2015, right. and I think he is because it's not just 2015. He was, was, was going to be right MVP last year. Three last year. Years. And, and we've seen it every April as well that he's able to he's able <laughs> to, he's able to, replicate, he's able to he has the that. ability but just <laughs> right just can't get and, there. and I think that because he's making so much fucking money who cares that's <laughs> the <laughs> other that's the other issue that I I'm, I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you Go off ahead. I apologize that that's I the other issue saying. they're they're making so much fucking <laughs> money that who cares if they have a fucking bad year or who cares if they're injured for fucking six months out of the season because I'm making however much million dollars anyways that I'm just going to be fine and just hang out. It's just, there's, I, I have, it's it's me personally. It has nothing to do with sports. It has nothing to do with the three of the other people here. They'll argue me constantly. It is, it is very much more a, a personal aspect of the fact that the difference between doing an honest day's worth of work and then being a professional athlete and then having the balls to say that you're worth $50 million a year insults me <laughs> to my core, where you are certainly worth a very generous amount of money, and sure. I, and I'd say very even probably close to fifty million dollars. But the the conversations, or at least that have been had, <laughs> and the talks of which, in the way that he's he's portrayed himself, and in, in the organization, and the back and forth, and the media, and everything else, has to me where like. 
people joke, and I know it's just the first time of us meeting, but people, people, <laughs> and, and I can't explain it any other way, and I don't like explaining it this way. But a lot of people say that I'm like Ron Swanson <laughs> from from Parks and Rec, where and Swanson? there's there's a popular quote that he gives where I hate more than I hate liars is skim milk, which is. <laughs> Milk, or which is water, lying about being milk. <laughs> so okay. when I when I when I see someone who who very much is making a very very awesome very 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 livable wage, who is playing a game that he loves, who has been from childhood, and the balls on him to say to a city that you're not going to keep me unless you give me fifty million guaranteed fucking dollars for ten years. That to me very. <laughs> Is 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 it not the case? That's not the case. Okay, then it's, if it's not, then please That's correct not me because he, he's not gonna he's not gonna be saying that to D. he's gonna be a free agent. So okay. he, he's, he's gonna have people coming to him giving him this money. He's right. not gonna be asking. So he's for saying it. here, this is what I'm worth. If someone wants to at the end of my contract, is that am I getting that more right? I mean, my real quick rebuttal for that is regardless of exactly semantics right. here. You know, there are between the people who make on our work, whatever, and shout out to all of the people like us. There are a 50 million podcasts. People who can talk about there, there are depending on where you fell, Bryce Harper, 10, 5, 15 Bryce Harpers in the world. You know, he's one of the 10 or 5 best players, right? And in that case, that's the argument there that, like, right. he's there's such a premium on that kind of player, talent, person, and he's the biggest star in baseball, right? So, that is a that's the that's the difference here. That's, that's <laughs> Should we take a rag time out? Yeah, take a rag time out. All right, this is our buddy Rag. Who he's on our soundboard. Oh, if you've heard oh, all these sounds oh, I've been playing, yeah, uh, all right. um, at the same time, I, I felt like that five hundred million dollar thing was invented jest. Was that Rag? Uh, What's going on, brother? We're on the podcast right now. Oh, heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said, oh, heck, "Heck yeah!" yeah. Oh, heck yeah. oh, heck yeah! What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Super Saiyan and other Dragon Ball Z stuff. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're in a Dragon Ball Z tournament. It's pretty neat. How's everybody doing? <laughs> how, how far'd you get in the Dragon Ball Z? Uh, I, I didn't do the roll tonight. I, I, I sucked ass actually. Right there. That yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, have fun. Call me later. Why, why, <laughs> what did, why did you, why'd you call us? Uh, I wanted to just wanted to hang out. Did you want to party with us? <laughs> I love you, Rag. Love you guys. Talk later. <laughs> love, 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 love. Okay, love, bud. Quick story. He once called us while we were recording a podcast after a Wizards game, and okay. he was hammered. And he, we all these sound bites are for him. I love everybody. Okay, love, bud. Five one. We told him we were on the podcast, and he just goes. Five one. He goes, hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not live. Right. And I wanted to party with you guys. <laughs> and then my, my personal favorite. Hail to the wizards. <laughs> Hell yes. What was that? Like? Hail, Hail to the wizards. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's my problem with the whole thing. It's like you're... Porter likes capitalism. You're, you're, you're not physically worth that in the sense of... You're talking about a 10-year investment of so many l- different risks that you can't possibly well, look at. 
a guaranteed, which which is more indicative of the MLB than it is. But which which him. every contract ever is right. But that's but that's what I'm talking about. My I, there's a lot of things so you're I just saying you with. wouldn't you're just saying you wouldn't make that risk. No, 100. percent I would never no, sign I, a fucking I, contract. I, I, I'd say kick rocks, asshole. I, like you know, I, you're I, not the well unaware. The opposite. <laughs> yeah. Never say no. Yes. Yeah, so in addition contract. to that, Porter, though, um, how the a lot of teams allocate their funds is they so Max Scherzer signed a seven years, 215 million dollars, essentially. He is getting, as I understand it, you two, um, he gets $15 million every year for the next 15 years. So they just kind of, you know, drew out that total yeah. cash. So he's only playing for seven years, but he's yeah. getting paid for the next Bobby Bonilla right. was, he's infamously known for signing that $36 million contract, and he got $1 million every year for 36 years. Or, he, had, or, or, he had a great agent. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I, I aspire to be that one day. <laughs> but, I mean, to Porter's point, like, it it is a risk, especially when we're talking about this amount of money. It's a huge risk. Because also, Bryce Harper has an injury history. So what if he blows out the his percentages knee? percentages like and probability are not on their side. He was this close all. to tearing his ACL last year. That, what, and it looked it looked like a torn ACL. And if he first. did, I mean, if he blows out his knee, Which you know, adds more within year two of his next ten year contract, sure. he's done. And you're now you're on the hook for paying five hundred million dollars for yeah. the next eight or fifteen whatever and, years and to a guy who might not play the level you thought. It ain't that the Turners can't afford it. I'm just saying, like. There's, and and that's what's been so frustrating with this year is yes, you know I'm looking. Zim's been hurt. Murph's been hurt. Rendon's been hurt. Weeters has been hurt. Eaton. Everybody's been hurt. Bryce Harper had one of the best seasons in Major League Baseball history back in 2015 with no help. When Ian Desmond had like the worst year of his career and. Uh, you know, there was a number of other players that struggled tremendously. I'm, I'm struggling to think of some of them at this point. Um, yet he still just carried this team for so long, even though they didn't make the playoffs. And he was probably, presumably, going to be the MVP last year. And the fact that he's doing this, even with a healthy Trey Turner, who was also having a really bad season for his standards, in my yes. opinion. Um, Rendon is starting to heat up. But he was uh, not great either. Yep. Um I, I expected a regression from Michael A. Taylor. Um, he had a, a sample size of struggling until last year where he really came into his own, which a lot of which I credit to Dusty. Uh, I feel like he, get, he put him in the right position finally to succeed, and uh, he turned out to be very, you know, a quintessential part of this team. At, at, but what I'm seeing with Bryce is just someone that just I, – I, it, it's like we're throwing a soccer ball and he doesn't even see it. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't get it. Um, he, he looks pretty bad right now. I mean, there's no, uh, like I said, the last week or so has been a little bit different, kind of with the doubles and such. But, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, he had the slump in 2016 yep. know, where, where he may or may not have been hiding an injury. Who still really, really knows? But, yep. um, you know, this, the way he's looked the past month, the, the way he's getting, you know, he's, he's attributed a lot of it to I'm not swinging at pitches in the strike zone and, and that. And he's not, as, as, you know, comparatively. But he looks, he there's pitches in the strike zone he, he just misses. You know, that he yep. just doesn't punish people for or mistakes yep. that he just does not do anything with. He's being thrown um, belt tie fastballs right now and, and missing. And can't do anything with them. And his, his, his uh, slugging percentage on fastballs has kind of steadily been dropping since, you know, somewhere in, in April, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, again, I don't think he's, this is what the talent he is. I don't know. I don't necessarily have a great explanation for why these things are happening. He doesn't. I either. can't. I, and, and no, he hasn't given one either. I can't. Um, I don't have an inside to his head. I can't say if it's pressure of the contract or, or it's Kevin Long's t- or, or whatever it is that people are kind of theorizing. I can't really give you an exact answer. I just tell you that he looks really bad right now, and, and I don't think he's that player. 
and I would be more surprised if in the second half or as we continue forward if he's not closer to MVP level, top 5, 10 player in baseball level than this. Yep. Uh, because I think that's the talent that he actually has. Of course. And, uh, you know, I think, again, this is why when I say that I think the Nats are trending upward, I think they'll still be fine. It's because I think he's got to be better. This lineup's sure. got to be better. I think that this rotation is going to get healthier. I think they're going to be somewhat healthier or at least make some trades Rizzo has done in the past to fix them at the deadline. And in contrast, I think the division, the Braves and Phillies, I think are legitimate. They're not going to necessarily fade away. Mm-hmm. I think at this point they have played pretty much to their peak. Sure. I'm not sure they're a whole lot better than this. I'm not sure they're getting better. I think they are at the very Braves worst going to stay here. And the Braves have had a lot of things break right. They've got their two young pitchers, Fulton Evich and Nukem, have been really good. Yep. Their young players have been really good. Um, Tom, everything's kind of just Tom's just, favorite, Freddie Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman is amazing. Hate in, that man in general, and probably the favorite to win NL MVP. So I think that just everything has. <laughs> <laughs> I would intentionally like walk him literally every single time. Yep. Even wow. if the bases were loaded, I'm John like, you just never, never, had, never, ever again, never again. I had, I had no joke. I had, I had tickets to my, my father and I. I took him for Father's Day on the 18th for the uh, Nats uh, Yankees makeup games. Yeah. Uh, the doubleheader that happened on the 18th, mm-hmm. and we had amazing seats. And the first time and the second time that Harper was up, I said, Dad, he's either going to strike out or he's going to get a ground out. Both fucking times that shit happened, and then he got on the first base, and nothing else happened after that at the second time. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <laughs> he, just yeah, saying. He's, not, he's not great. And it was actually after that game that he started walking more. See, he, my, had, he had past. He's had a good past six games. Uh, he, he waved there. to my dad. If I'm looking at this from like a, a rational him. and irrational perspective, I am 100% irrational. I'll be the first to admit that. Sure. Um, no. <laughs> they they just. All Even though there's all, there's all about the numbers, there's incredible bro. parallels to the years 2013 and 2015 to what they're doing now, um, is causation correlation? I don't know. And now I'll say no. this: I've I've been very it aware of is. of the um, I wasn't here. Yep. In 2013 or 15, and yep. I wasn't around those teams, and I don't know. I've I've had a lot of people who were around. Matt Williams is not very well thing. liked. Matt, <laughs> I've heard of this guy. Before. Who did? What did he, who, who did he? Who did? Be? <laughs> who did? Um, yeah. So I mean, I I think that part of the reason, I mean, part of me, kind of being as optimistic or as as chill I've been for that is is that's part of it. Is maybe I didn't experience that. I'll also say this: It must be, you know, hey guys, it must be nice that 2015 is the last time you can remember a team like not just running away with the division, sure. you know. So I think that that's part of it too. Um, I, I was thinking just it's a different team. 2015, it was it was because Jordan Zimmerman and uh, Drew Storen and Pablo, like, these these guys who are not around anymore that were yeah. not performing. Ian Desmond, you know, those guys aren't here, and I think that these guys. I missed them. Uh, a lot of them. I mean, you know, there's besides the, the Harper, Zimmerman, uh, you know, whatever those guys, those core were there, but. You know, Max was there, but for, you know, a lot of these guys were not there. Rend- you know, Rendon was not. Rendon was hurt that year too, yep. um, and came back. But you know, tra- these guys aren't. We're all there at twenty sixteen yeah. in twenty fifteen. So I don't think that that it's a different cast of characters, different reason. I think the worst thing I say about the Nats right now, and especially the last couple of weeks, is they do at times look old, and I think that that is that's a pretty damning kind of condemnation of them right now. Sure. Is that they they they, and they are old. I mean that's that, that's one of the things that kind of goes under the radar with them as they've been winning the last couple of years is that they are I mean they're a veteran team, right? I keep saying, but it's like they're 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 getting old. These guys are all either pushing thirty Matt or Reynolds is a dinosaur. Yes, and, and Matt Reynolds, you know, after that high start has basically been back to being Matt Reynolds. Yep. And uh you know, mm, which even you could probably Mark Reynolds. Yeah, I'm sorry. Matt, yeah. yeah. Matt Mark. was on the team earlier. Right, right. Matt is yeah. still on, in AAA, but Mark More Reynolds. More Dominicans. 
Uh, this is not a Dominican. He's <laughs> 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 for white dudes. Uh, so yeah, I think in general, um, th- that that'd be my only worry is that I think that this is an old team that looks old right now, and there's usually not a great fix for that. And I think True. that would con- that that does concern me. And, and I said I, I am generally on team. They'll be fine. The last two weeks have started to concern me a little bit more than where I was at the end of April. Uh, or I'll, I'll say this: my biggest concern, and what's really not fixable, Bobby's biggest fear. Bobby's biggest fear just they're, came they're, through. They're Got starting, it. They're pitching staff. Um, I obviously Max is really playing at an MVP level. You could say he's been the best player in baseball, at least in the National League. Um, not just a Cy Young candidate. He, we'll, we'll see. But it seems almost inevitable that he'll be the starting pitcher for the All Star game. Um, after that. Um, I, I'm sure, certainly, I would expect when Strasburg comes back that the law of averages will apply, and he'll be going back to being the all-star pitcher that he was, um, because he has not been—he's been good, but he's not, you know, not Game Four of the NLDS like he and was. Even, even actually, the last his last two, three starts or so were not—they were just were less good. He, before that, he was like a lot better than Jim. But, but in general, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's uh, not been as, as what we expect from him. My biggest concerns are the the last three. Um, yeah. Tanner, what made Tanner Rourke so good back in 2015, and I believe it was because he went 16, really. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, excuse me. Um, was he has a multitude of pitches? He can throw fastballs, curveballs, changeups. You know, two seamer. He has that run back fastball that has always been worked very, 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 very well against lefties. Um, his career ERA is 3.51, which, as from a back of the rotation starter, sign me up. That's great. Um, Last year, he was 467. This year, he's at 427. His uh, strikeouts per nine innings are down. He, uh, we are now at a year and a half of a sample size of him just not being adequate. And, you know, what, what made him good, other than his multitude of pitches, was his durability and his ability to pitch seven innings. And he is not that pitcher and has not been that pitcher for a year and a half. Um, that's a problem. And uh, he has shown no signs of improvement. Yes, he's had some tough luck, some poor run support. But um, I would say the numbers speak for themselves over this past year and a half. Um, In addition to that, Gio Gonzalez has kind of reinvented himself as this almost, um, you know, uh, soft-tossing lefty. Soft-tossing, excuse me. Um, And he was coming, he was probably going to be an all-star up until this month. Um, his ERA in, G- in June is eight four. It's in the eights, uh, with a three eleven batting average against it. All of which is really really bad. I expected a regression from Geo. Um, his velocity is down. Um, he's basically just a fastball changeup curveball guy. He's not a strikeout pitcher anymore. He pitches to contact. Um, what made him successful was his inconsistency. So he wasn't going to pound strikes and and everything. It was he's going to pitch out of innings. He's going to find ways to to get out of it. Um, I expected a regression because his stuff simply isn't as you know powerful as it used to be, um, and you could say really say the same thing about Hellickson, where I, I would feel like yes, he he was tremendous in those what f- month and a half worth of starts. Yeah, nine but we starts. Ha- but we have a sample size month, of him. Three quarter. But we have a month of hi- we have a sample size of him just not being again adequate. So you have you know Max and Strass can't start every single game. And um, Fetty seems to be okay. Um, this, to me, this was, is probably going to be the biggest major need for an upgrade, more so than catcher. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I necessarily disagree with any of your points. I think that. Uh, yeah, I did. I did a little research. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that Tanner. I'll, I'll. I'll say one with Geo. I was surprised at how well he started the season. Um, I, I thought that he was also due for a bit of a, 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 a um, regression, and yeah. he basically was even better. And I think that I didn't think he regressed this hard, <laughs> the way it has the past month. But um, I think in general with Geo, though, he is going to be mid threes. Sort of, like you, you pretty much know what you're getting with Geo. Yeah, mid three, sort of innings. Was local too, and uh, fine. Um, Tanner, on the other hand, I think easier for me to dismiss, especially the first half of last year and even the first couple months, because of just kind of the way season started between the not just the World Baseball Classic, but not pitching in the World Baseball Classic where he basically yeah. didn't have a spring training. It just yeah. kind of threw him off. He was catching up. He was. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of kind of issues there. And I think that last year it was kind of easy to dismiss. And again, before this month, he had been pretty good. I think that's the thing is that really it's been this month that everybody just kind of, everything's went to shit. And, you know, essentially what that, what that goes out to with Tanner and Geo is four or five starts. You know, and I think that I'm willing to look at, you know, the last year and a half or even for Tanner to look at this half a year and even the, the 2016 and say these were normal, under normal circumstances with him and say he's closer to this pitcher than the other thing. Um, am I not convinced they need an upgrade? I think that it could help if it's the right price. Sure. And I think there's other areas that I would address probably first to me. Um, I, I would, they need a catcher. It's been for two years. They've just, they've got nothing out of this position. They need a catcher. Bring the Buffalo back. Um, and they should have just brought him back from Tampa with them. I would be surprised if he's not in Philly. Bobby would I be so, <laughs> Bobby would be so happy. I love if the I, Buffalo, If man. I walk in hey. on Thursday in Philly, like he should be there. Willie is not only, well, he's actually having a great year, but he's going to yeah. be an all-star. He's going to be an all-star. And he yeah. had a great, his ending to his career at Nationals was just so sad. So yeah. And he's such a good guy. Yeah. And he's also been through so much stuff. <laughs> he got personally. kidnapped. He was kidnapped. <laughs> Kidnap, which is so, insane. Um, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's an uphill battle, and I, I think something will be. I mean, we'll, we're not there yet, but something could be said to, uh, for this team having to fight for a playoff spot as opposed to just cruising in. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I heard a lot of people say that before the season started, right? Like, like and that's you know, but, but, but the last couple of years they've cruised so high, and they were like, well, what if they had a division race in September? It'd be better. And now, like, they might be in position for a division race. And it was like, this sucks. Yeah. Why aren't they yeah, running yeah, away yeah. with everything? Right, I'm just yeah. like, well, guys, what did you want? Yeah, yeah, you can't have both those. Be. Make yeah. up your mind. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they can start winning run one run games. Maybe they can score one run first. Before that would they be nice. <laughs> Haven't scored in two days. I remember Angels when Angels in the outfield. When we had the bases loaded with one out today, I was like. Watch this. This is going to be yes. really cute. See how they don't get this. Watch yeah. how watch how bad we're going to screw this one up. Mike, That's a weird uh, thing. Trey hey takes one pitch. Pop Trey up. swings at the first pitch, and then Mikey check swings on a bad pitch. And then Sergio Romo got really upset. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that was a show. Um, okay. Well, do you have any quick questions, or because uh, we're going to wrap? Yeah, up. rapid fire questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, just baseball hole. I want to get. Oh yeah, let's talk about the Orioles. And now let's talk about the Orioles. More, <laughs> more. Ian get <laughs> no, no, Ian no. get more. I want to get Ian more involved with this. I've um, seen the Orioles with six games to the, uh, this season, so I feel like an expert on them. They are not very good. <laughs> They're literally bad. Uh, where is it? There it is. Uh, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> trade. I mean, trade deadline is about a month away. I want to say. Um, Month and, yeah. Ian, what do you see the Orioles doing, if if anything? Yeah, Ian. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Blow it up. Blow it up. I, I've never said trade Manny in my life. Are you going to trade Jimmy Arkin? 
Well, Jimmy, are, I still Never. have him in, in my wallet. Yeah, he's, he's, my on, wallet he's on my refrigerator. Yeah. It's signed. Yeah, it is signed. Yeah, I've shown multiple people that, and they think that he's a real fucking Orioles player. Because he is. You know but why? He's not. It's also believable. But he is. But he's well, yeah, because he's just goddamn fucking you know handstand push-ups, cock push-ups. All you need is one. True story. One is all you need. No. So blow it up. Blow it up. It's not working. It's not. Duquette, Obviously. Duquette first and foremost. They got 22 wins. 23. No, they do not. They have 23. They got 22. They have 23. <laughs> they got 22. They have 23. Wait, Are you sure? Well, I'm pretty sure. It is June. It's 20. 20. I mean, Jesus, 23 wins. That 23 is wins. That's fucking terrible. They're the worst. They they're are. literally just, just the Manny worst. Just get traded. He has to. Yeah, Manny's getting yeah, traded. Yeah, because they're trying to get... It's a fact. Yes, yeah, he's gone. It's a fact. He's he, gone. He, it's inevitable. They're getting money, and they're going to try to... No, maybe if they were if they were legitimate, See, you know, figure something else coming in. The, the Yeah, no, nah, he's gone. Uh, Jamal can probably expand on this more, but the issue with uh, trading for Manny is because he's a free agent at the end of this year. So for a team to acquire him, they're going to have to sell the farm, so to speak, to get him. Um, however, are they willing to don't agree. sell the entire farm don't agree. without a guarantee Four, of that him two, mm, maybe three months? Yeah. Baseball is so Four, weird um, in 2018. Then this is a whole different podcast that hopefully you guys will invite me it's back a for, scheme. Uh, for me to come back in. <laughs> bro, break it. Uh, <laughs> but, I do know, that from time to time. In 2016, right, when the Cubs went for the World and they won the World Series, they traded for Rolls Chapman and they traded Glaber Torres, who was their top prospect, and he's tearing it up for the Yankees right now and is amazing. Yeah. And it's just like Chapman, who was a reliever for – you know, two months, whatever it is, after the end of the season, they they gave up that for him. Relievers for two months are going to pitch at best 20, 20 in yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah, just yeah. nothing. nothing. And it's just like, that's, it's such a small sample right. compared to Manny Machado is going to take, you know, at bats every day for that. And it's, it's But it's, that's not how baseball is now. And yeah. like, people aren't giving that up. So it's like, what do you expect for even this guy who's one of the top five or whatever players in baseball, but it's two months. And you're saying we can re-sign him, but if he comes here, he'll like it, and we can uh, talk him into it. That's where you need a a comparable agent who's a a wordsmith. Yeah. A cocksmith, if if not. And especially, it's... (laughs) Are you you offering your services? What? (laughs) I'm pretty good. He's a Boris guy, right? Yeah, he's not. Oh, he's not a Boris guy? No, he's not a Boris guy. No, Machado's not a Boris guy. Well, it's also not advantageous for uh, baseball players to re-sign in season. Um, They await till a free agency hits to make you know, the most that they can. Yeah. Um, it's very, very rare that something like that happens. Um, so, Ian, you're saying blow it up. Um, blow is there, it up. Is there, I mean, just essentially pulling Astros from like a few years ago and, you know, re- replenish the farm system, get a H- excellent draft not? pick? How do we not? We, ha- we have to do that. Blow it up completely. I mean, Buck is going to take the fall. Because he has to. Yeah, no, he's, he's, Nor should he. Yeah, he, he should. He should not. He should not. He should. He should. But he's gonna. He's gonna. He, he is. Because you can't go bank. from pretty great chicken salad chicken to chef. 2017 to just garbage fire 2018. Yes. Right. So yeah. last year was a lot of hope, and and on this podcast was just like, oh my god. Well, only hope. The, the fucking Orioles are going to do some fucking shit. It was September that I was like, oh, my God, they're going to do it. To, and to August literally was like, the worst yeah. team in the league right now. Uh, I don't yeah, Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Shut up, Paul. And here we are. I, I would say he, if he if he does get traded, it would be to the National League. I would 
I would assume the Orioles would do anything if they need to trade him. They want to trade him outside of the uh, their own respective league. I would assume. I know he's been linked to Arizona. Yeah, but you're the worst team in the league. Uh, what does it matter? That's, what I'm that's the weird thing for me. It's like, why right now? Who cares? Uma, yeah, you're not, you're not going to see him in the playoffs. No, you won't. No, yeah. 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 But, and he's going to be free. It's not like... You, and then he can do what the hell he wants. I know he's going to give him a up, yeah, an up, upper hand in re-signing. Maybe it's not like basketball. Um, yeah. yeah. So. I have one more question for you, Jamal. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're about to wrap up, and this is the most important question. <laughs> God damn it. We're at, a, we're at an hour 27. We don't kidding. have the time to go into this. It's a yes or no question. I know. Fine. I have, I'm scared now. See that? Jamal, our question is very simple. Is a burger a sandwich? Is a burger a sandwich? Yes. Yes. Boom! <laughs> Like definitely. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wrap it on that note. Um, <laughs> they all think, for whatever God, fucking God. reason, that a hamburger is not a sandwich, which makes no that goddamn make sense. Thank what you. Are rules, what are the rules for a sandwich? Oh. Like there, there are so many. There is so many lines. This of thought. is why you're here. This is it's why it's been so many fucking podcasts between multiple fucking rabbit holes of of no. logic and reasoning. There's a lot that he's underselling in this because you have picked his side. <laughs> uh, that he's side. that he that he is be very the, much be on the right side of history, yeah. guys. Yeah. Thank you. Burgers whoa, whoa, sandwiches. whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> are definitely sandwiches. Calm it down. Calm it down. Yeah, I we can explain to you the down. whole story off the air, but we actually do it right before we hit it. There's no way we can fit that into 30 seconds, which we are running into. Yeah. right now. Um, I feel like now, like the it's like tied. No, no, no. it's definitely shifted to my. No, side. it's no, it's not. Well, yes, it is. It's no. you three. Bobby, Bobby I convinced Daniela. Bobby's no, Bobby's a, no, you didn't. You no, didn't. lying sack of no, shit. You, <laughs> you communist <laughs> fuck. Let's go. Shut after. the fuck up. Umo's on my Push side. Push that fucking end record Umo, button. You lying sack Umo of fuck. Umo went to my side. Chick, oh, Chick the is only on our news side. is my right news that I fucking say. And Eat a dick. Shut up. No. And who else? No, no one I else. Convinced Daniela. Chuck Hernandez. Okay, you say one person. Say another person. Your godfather. He's not my godfather. Your godfather. He's not my godfather. Because he didn't no, think his sandwich. godfather, he blessed him at birth. That's not when true. He was That's also not what godfathers Bruce. do. <laughs> uh, is this the godfather one, not it, it, there at baptism? You um, said birth. <laughs> all right. Well, you know. <laughs> Semantics, right. Yeah. <laughs> two months afterwards. Fucking uh, calm down. Jesus doesn't care. He's not real. He's gone. So, <laughs> <laughs> for the record, yeah, I have the, the, no opinion on this. <laughs> this is, what? This is getting weird. Jesus doesn't. What? <laughs> Your That's godfather. Whiskey? Thank All you. Right. God Thank damn you. it. We got to sign off because this is getting heated. You're I'm, good. I'm You're getting good. triggered. Um, Jamal, thanks so much Chicken for joining us. Um, that was a lot of fun, a lot of basketball, Hell yes. baseball talk. That was awesome. At Jamal Collier on Twitter. We should do this more often. MOB.com, MOB Network. Yes, please come on more often. Stop going to Tampa and or going on trips and come on the podcast 100%. More. 100%. Come um, more often. You, ha- you have been I very need. much the epitome of the guest that can hang and knows their shit, and I love it. Yes. And throws it right back in all of her faces. Yeah, I like it. Which is what I enjoy. I can't believe he... 
Uh, I can yeah, because that's, he's a, that's a, I that's upsetting. But I blame I blame Bobby on that. Yeah, right. it's because you guys are like the same age and millennials. Yeah, they're, ah, it's they're, a millennial they're, problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you guys are just things. old and outdated. We're, we're technically millennials by two years, but factual. Facts don't matter. Nobody nobody consulted us on shit. I'm not a god. That's fucking bullshit. I pay my taxes and I fucking I got an IRA. Whatever. What is happening? Put me in coach podcast. Uh, Facebook you, at PMIC Podcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Everything on the gram and everything. And yeah, then pretty much. Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play. Tom Natalie's at Tom underscore Natalie. Uh, Ian's at at Ian underscore Foster twenty one. I already said at Jamal Collier. Porter's at Go Fuck Yourself Right to Twitter <laughs> at Porter. Pretty much. Go fuck Twitter. Um, at Bobby underscore Blanco. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Happy Happy Fourth next week, and uh, we'll catch you and? soon. And a burger's a sandwich. Happy birthday, Tom. No, happy birthday, Tom. Hey. You dick. You dick. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I was actually going to say happy birthday, Daniela, because her birthday was just this past yeah. week, but I forgot Tom is coming up, too. Oh, 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 dick oh, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. You say a burger is a sandwich. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Happy no more marching Gortat day. No more marching Gortat. He's a war criminal. He's gone by. Thanks. My watch is ended. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast.